Here's a well-known fact about this planet we call Earth. It is the only planet that supports life. Now, there might be more. Who's to say? We just haven't received the memo yet. Now, there is another fun fact that everybody knows, but very conveniently ignore. That is, each and every human being born on this planet is unique, one of its kind, and different from any other living being. Fascinating, right? But why does it feel like just a feel-good statement and not the truth? Well, allow me to answer my own question. How could it? I mean, we have spent almost all our lives being compared to others and being judged for just being ourselves and our decisions, so it's only natural to think that it's nothing more than a feel-good statement. And you know what? I'm not even going to make this podcast a rant about how comparisons and judgments have the power to mess with anyone's head. We are all very experienced and well aware of that. What I am going to do instead is try to dissect the two and find a way to power through it so we can live our lives unapologetically. So let's start by kicking comparisons in its McNuggets. The way I see it, humans are complex beings who are very much capable of making life a lot more complex for themselves and for others around them. This is just another example of it. I mean, have you ever spent a night, you know, just staring at the ceiling and thinking about why do we even compare ourselves or our journeys with others? Or why do our very own loved ones compare us to strangers and or our peers? Or even why do we even compare ourselves to the past versions of ourselves from different situations? Now, we're not sure what you answered to the question, but my answer was a solid yes. I've spent countless nights wondering about the idea of comparisons. Now, it's not like I had nothing better to do. I mean, late night, Netflix, uh, Prime, all that still exists. But I just wanted to answer that because I have suffered quite a bit from being compared. And my confidence took a nosedive down and destroyed the town called self-respect. Well, and mind you, I have always been a rebel. So the fact that it happened was a big deal for me. Ooh, I just remembered an incident from my childhood. Guess what? Story time! Once upon a time, a little boy, full of sass and a zest for life, was minding his own damn business when his parents called for him. <clears throat> what? He said. His dad, with the where did we go wrong with him look on his face, said, son, take a seat. We need to talk about your grades. His loving mother facepalmed as she could predict what was coming next. The little boy replied with, what about my grades? And he was hit back with, now we are not saying that you are not paying attention in school, uh, but your cousin scored higher than you. Now, if he could do it, so can you, right? You just need to work harder, that's all. Oh, hell broke loose in the little boy's head and he felt like he was being told that he was not good enough. And he immediately started disliking his cousin who, by the way, did nothing to deserve the shade being thrown at him. Now, due to delayed time to come up with a comeback, the little boy said, I'll try harder and went to his room with a sad look on his face. The parents obviously loved him a lot, so they tried to follow him and make him feel better and that was that. After a few days though, Lil Jay was watching the Superman cartoon on TV and he was instantly struck with a lightning idea for a comeback to his parents about the discussion of the grades from a few days ago. Now he went up to his parents and with a put on innocent face he asked, Why does Superman get to fly and I don't? His dad did not know how to respond, so he just started shaking his head like a pendulum going left to right, left to right. 
Now his mom, on the other hand, very ambitiously decided that she's gonna take this opportunity to impart a life lesson instead of just breaking the truth to him that it's all fake. She said, "Son, everyone is unique in their own way. I'm sure there are things that you can do, but Superman can't. So you should not try to compare yourself to anyone you see on TV or even around you. Just be happy with who you are and keep excelling in life." Now, normally, this would be such an awe moment, but let's not forget the little evil genius had a plan. So instead of an awe, it became more of a. Now this was his moment. He stood up and channeled all his excitement towards his punchline. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. He said, "So, mom and dad, I should not compare myself to Superman or anyone and be proud of myself." Then how come you guys had no issues comparing me to my cousin when it came to my grades? <laughs> Now that was such a satisfying anecdote, wasn't it? It's been decades, but my dad still think of it before having any kind of serious discussions with me. Anywho, so yeah, even though the story kind of stole the topic, let's try and dissect it. I mean, what happens when a comparison is made, and what actually comes out of it? First off, let's just say it: just the idea of being compared to someone else is ridiculous. I mean, if we are comparing ourselves to someone we saw somewhere, or especially like places like social media, well, that's just bad crap, crazy. Because one, more often than not. Anything you see on social media is a lie, with people trying to sell themselves as the Illuminati or throwing the fake perfect life in your face and making you feel bad about yourself and your life. I mean, I can't even count the number of times I've witnessed people posting how they have it all, but in reality, they have very sad lives, and trying to gain attention and money online is their only way to fill that void and live a life of being a self-proclaimed celebrity. Sure, there are two sides to a coin, and there are a lot of people who are genuinely living an amazing life and not faking it at all. But here's the thing: we look at what they have and feel envious or jealous for not having what they have. I have two very important questions to ask you here. Now, do you want that life because you genuinely want it and it will make you happy and help you progress with whatever your goals are, or you just want it because they have it and you don't? I mean, what does that life bring you? And second, are you willing to go through whatever the person you are envious of has went through to get there? Because what you see is the end result, not the journey. Now you don't have to answer me; just answer to yourself, and I'm sure a sense of clarity would follow. You know, it really does get on my nerve when people, be it your family, friends, employers, etc., etc., uh, compare you to someone else and make you feel like you're not good enough or that you're not doing enough. So many things are going wrong here. I'm trying to think of what to point out first. I already mentioned one in the story, and we are all too aware of the comparisons our parents made with our cousins and siblings growing up. What good is coming out of this scenario? The fact that it comes from the very people we love and trust the most, and anything they say will affect us, no matter what, is reason enough to drop the method. But if someone wants to stand their ground and argue that it inspires the kid, well, allow me to break it down further for you. You do not mean to hurt us, but you do. 
the person we are being compared with has nothing to do with it, but we end up disliking them because you just express that you like them more for their accomplishments and we are left feeling like crap and now uh, are constantly thinking about, you know, um, how we are not good enough and not loved enough and so on and on and on. I mean, it's a damn rabbit hole of negative thoughts. So to everyone who uses this method to inspire, please stop. The negatives outweigh the positive. Accept and celebrate the talents your kid has and help them where they need help. Just be there with and for them. Your kid might be so far ahead of the same person you are comparing him or her to in a very different scenario. So why don't you go to your kid and tell them how much better they are than the person in that regard? And if you think that's wrong, then how is what you are doing right? I'm going to leave you with that thought and I'm now directly talking to the ones who consider themselves being affected by such comparison. You need to stop the self-pity too. It may sound harsh, but constantly thinking about not being good enough is actually going to program your mind to become just that. And I hate to break it to you, but the only person responsible for it won't be your parents or whoever you are being compared to. It is you yourself. I mean, you don't even have to ask, okay? I'll tell you why that is. When someone compared you and made you feel the way you did, it happened for a moment and that was it. After that, you made the conscious decision to keep playing that in your head because you were hurt and instead of ignoring it or getting over it, you gave those thoughts so much importance that it turned into limiting beliefs. So, the next time you try to do something or are presented with a similar situation, your brain is already programmed with these limiting beliefs and what do you think is gonna happen? It's gonna make you feel worse and worse with each encounter. Why do you want to do that to yourself? I ask myself that very question numerous times and yes, it's not that you'll never fall for it ever again, but now when you do, you'll know how to get out of this mental trap before it causes any harm. That's it. Also, I noticed that after a while, for me at least, it became an excuse I used whenever things were not going my way. So instead of admitting my own shortcomings and motivating myself to try harder, I found it easier to blame others for me having limiting beliefs and further using them against myself. I mean, it is easier than putting in the work, which is what it all comes down to. You gotta put in the work and people's opinions will take care of itself. I'm better than that. We all are better than that. We can't change what people think about us overnight. And I would go ahead to even argue, why do we even care about what people think? Oh wow, that actually works out for the best because this is as good of an opportunity as it gets to transition into the second topic of the podcast, which is judgments. Talking about judgments, if you guys want to find out how judgmental you are and want some dramatic entertainment on the go, I would say check out the trial of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Most of you might have already watched it, I'm sure, but there might be some people who have no idea about it, so I'm not going to give out any spoilers. I mean, this should be interesting because I'm sure you're going to find out a bit about how you think, assume, and judge people. If you do, that is. But back to the topic, yes, judgments. Now, we all have read quotes like don't judge a book by its cover or walk a mile in the person's shoes before judging them. That's all they are though now, aren't they? Quotes that we share online to get likes. Most people don't even invest a second thinking about what it really means. People just do this now. Make snap judgments about you even before you open your mouth. Oh, he wore flip-flops? Must be poor or have a terrible fashion sense. She dumped him? What a heartless bitch. 
He doesn't call or text. Obviously, I don't mean anything to him. I should just block him. I mean, pump the brakes, people. What is going on here? The earth still revolves around the sun. Not you, not me, not anybody else. There is only one basic fact that I personally know about judgment. And that is, it has hardly anything to do with the subject and almost entirely to do with the source. That sounds too textbook, right? I Sure, I'll jazz it up a bit. Now, what I said was, when you throw shade at someone, it says more about you than it does about them. Now, I learned this in 10th grade from a pretty girl I had a crush on. So this one time I was walking with her to a mall and I was describing a common friend and was talking about how he is so annoying and useless. Now, I thought she would agree with me, but she dropped a wisdom bomb on me instead. She said, I get it that you don't like him, but when you were saying all those mean things about him, it made me like you less. Oh, it was such a powerful line. I mean, it was so powerful that it still physically hurts hearing it. But seriously though, I cannot thank that girl enough for teaching me something so important at such a young age. I wonder where she is now though. Oh well, this was pre-Insta and pre-Facebook, so who knows. Damn, that makes me feel old. Well, blah. Building on what I mentioned before, I believe that judgment is a lazy person's go-to. Think about it. Actually, don't if you want to be judgmental because that's what it really is. It is easy to pass a judgment. You don't have to think. You don't have to analyze. You just spit it out. You know, coming to think about it, human brains are wired to quickly analyze and judge people and situations to know how to react and keep ourselves safe and function through life without spending all our energy trying to analyze everything we come across. But using those judgments to make others feel inferior or bad about their lives? Well, that's all human creativity at its worst. People who are close to me know that passing judgments around me means answering one very simple but a very uncomfortable question that I will ask no matter what. And that is, what makes you say that about him or her? What I really mean by that question to all those who judge people all the time is that what do you know about the person or what qualifies you to judge someone? Do you know their journey, their struggles, their beliefs, motives, anything at all, like anything? Do their actions for their own life impact you or your life in any way? Or does it just bring you, I don't know, amusement or relief or a sense of superiority knowing someone out there is doing worse than you? Again, I don't need an answer, but one could always use a reality check. Well, now that being said, the ones on the receiving end, right? Like if it does bother you, I just want to ask you, why does it bother you so much? I mean, I know a few possibilities. It's because we have built that person up in our heads and have given them so much power to control our lives. It's because we need validation because we don't respect ourselves enough or don't believe in ourselves enough to take actions without external approval. How ridiculous is that? And that usually comes from someone we believe to be better than us in that situation. So can we really blame someone for judging us? And for the sake of discussion, let's say we can. How many people would you blame before you end up living your dream life? Can you stop one person? Sure. Can you stop two? Maybe. Can you stop five? Oh, that's still a maybe, but with a lot of effort and time, I guess. Can you stop 10, 15, 20, 40, 100? Now you might say, all right, Jay, now you just sound crazy. 
Yes, that is crazy. This whole idea is crazy. Forget a hundred. These days you can't even make one person stop and why should you? The only way out is to stop asking others for what you already possess. I mean, if I had to make a start and stop table, I would probably put points like start believing in yourself. Stop asking for approval. Start pursuing your dreams because no one's going to make them happen for you. And stop giving people the power to control your emotions or even worse, your life. Now I'll tell you a funny fact about judgments that you again already know. Judgments change and disappear very quickly. People get bored and no one has the time to throw shade on just one person. Someone might judge you today and in a few hours that person won't even remember what he or she said. But what you or that person might not have thought about is that the effects of those judgments stay for a heck of a longer duration and for some people their entire lives. So if we can't make this world a better place, let's at the very least not make it worse. And now I'm going to go to the gym wearing a Disney shirt because I want to and because I just don't give a rat's tush. By the way, can someone please tell me why do we always say rat's ass and not the ass of a gazillion other species? I mean, if you know, send me a DM and to all my listeners, do not forget to share the podcast because we really don't know where that one person in some part of the planet will have a light bulb moment and turn his or her life around because you acted as a medium and introduced them to something what they needed to hear. So your role in this is just as important as mine. Now go live your life the way you always wanted and I'll go try to lift weights without passing out. Now you stay awesome. (laughs) 